It's not that serious. 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 I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Not That Serious XM. We are recording Sunday, May 24th. Uh, you're here with Orange Shoe and Victor Matute. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I want to start off with a topic right off the bat. Let's um, go. I don't know if you guys have heard, but Joe Rogan just got a $100 million podcast, and all he does is talk shit. Like, this is, this is getting wild. Like, he, I never thought that someone, a podcaster, would make that much money. He got a $100 million podcast to give Spotify pretty much exclusive rights to his show. He didn't give up anything, really. He's still going to have the exact same show, but podcast is just going to have the exclusive content. And he's going to be making bank. We got competition oh, yeah, now, Vic. Oh, we have competition <laughs> now. Actually, in other podcast, podcast news, this is actually kind of uh, sad because Call, um, Call Her Daddy was actually the first podcast I ever listened to. And it seems like they're about to break up over some monetary issues, actually. So that's kind really? of, a, oh, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Money's really, you know, making or breaking these uh, podcasts right now. Yeah. I just, I just hope one day, Arn, if um, we ever make $2 off sponsoring, like, <laughs> I don't know what, like, I hope that. We, we we're both, splitting it. We're splitting it. We're 50, splitting 50. it 50, 50. We both that's get fair. one and we just keep on doing this. Like, that's right. This is, this is a beautiful thing that's going on right now. But I mean, even uh, I guess with them gone, that makes us, you know, the hottest podcasters on all streaming oh. devices. Oh, well, <laughs> Joe Rogan's actually hopping on Spotify, so we have we got competition. We lost some, but we got some competition. So let's see how that okay. goes. All right. Joe Rogan's actually my idol. I love that guy. That's he's um actually the reason I wanted to even think like I even considered making a podcast. But yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, so we're gonna introduce. <laughs> next guest we'll cut that off no nah, all right, keep that. All right. <laughs> but um <laughs> all right so yeah so we have a very special for you guys this week it's one of my closest friends one of my bestest friends if that's a word um very smart guy actually we're about to waste all his knowledge on literally miscellaneous shit but you know it is what it is Alex and Joseph, welcome to the podcast. Wow, thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm really honored to be here. Hopefully, I help you guys gain the competitive edge against uh, Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, Joseph. Uh, Alex and... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, starting off. <laughs> thank you for being here, Alex and... Uh, I got a quick, quick little question for you. We're going to play a little game. It's called Who's on Vic's Twitter? So I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a quote and you tell me, you know, is it is it your favorite celebrity or Victor? All right. Okay. Everyone and everything is a lesson. Victor Matute or Sam Cook? Wow. Um I've known Victor for a while and uh, uh this is hard, but I'm gonna have to say Victor. I'm, I'm gonna go with Victor. That was Victor. That was straight Isn't, off the timeline. Hold up. Isn't Sam Cooke dead? Like, I just want to put, point that out there. He still got Twitter. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Give me a memory I can use. Was this Victor Matute or Adele? Give me it. Um, yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah, I'm going to say Adele. I'm going to say Adele. That's it definitely was, Adele. It was Adele, but it could be Vic. 
All right. Definitely could. <laughs> Definitely could. <laughs> I'm searching for today. Instead, I found tomorrow. Was this Victor Matute or Lil Wayne? Um, wow. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This is definitely Lil Wayne. No, that's actually, that's actually both. <laughs> really? <laughs> both. It's actually both. Uh, well, I haven't, I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that uh, Lil Wayne said that first, though. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you got points there. I think you're three for three. Um, all right. My favorite part of the day is moisturizing right after I shower. Victor Matute or Ariana Grande? I did not tweet that. <laughs> wow. Um... Victor's a fellow brother. I know he understands the the struggle, the routine that's necessary. Uh, we got to quench our skin, man. That's right. You're not a <laughs> man with skincare routine. Exactly. So I'm gonna have to go with my man's Victor. That was Victor. Hey. All right. You got you you passed. You got a four out of four. Wow. Do I know Victor or do I know Victor? I like, think you know Victor. That's pretty much. I think you know Victor. I think so. I, I think so. Now that you say it out loud, I can't believe I tweet shit like that. That's actually kind of funny to me now. <laughs> Bro, I've never said my tweets out loud. You should, you yeah, should start it's... doing that. Make sure, read, read it a few times out loud before you put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're about to waste Alexon's... Actually, Alexon, introduce yourself. Before we start, give people a quick introduction. What are you doing? You know, What's up with you? Wow. Um... I don't know where to start. I guess I'm going to start by saying I am from Miami originally. I am Haitian. Well, my family's Haitian. Uh, I was born in Miami. And um, I don't know. I'm just trying to survive through this quarantine. Just graduated college, actually. Wow, look at that. Uh, Congrats. Yeah, really. Thank you. Thank you. Really excited about that. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm one of you guys, kind of. Kind of. Nothing special, really. I'm just trying to, yeah, just trying to get through these days before society turns back to normal oh all right is it really normal though <laughs> is yeah. there i don't think it's going back to that's normal. the question we're gonna that's the question we're gonna answer at the end of this podcast is there really I normal? Hope so. i there hope we go. come out with an answer but all right to start off the episode actually we're going to hit on social media i think um recently everyone's been kind of more in tune in social into social media because of the quarantine and there's not much else to do so more now than ever, people are just stuck on their phones, putting their thoughts out there. Maybe they're very unpopular thoughts or maybe they're popular thoughts. So we just want to start. Um, we just want to hit some some topics right off the bat. And actually, the person that inspired me to make this social media, um, a social media based podcast was Future. <laughs> and the reason. Really? Yes, because he's been acting up on social media. And I'm like, like. The things he says on social media, like, it kind of personifies it as a whole. Like, he says some stuff, and if you really think about it, like, they're pretty shitty things. Like, it, obviously, it's funny to it's funny to some of us. I'm not gonna say to everyone, because he. I feel like he does attack some people. Like the other day, he um he actually shouted out all of his baby mamas, and I saw that. Yeah, he shouted out his baby mamas for Mother's Day, and I thought that was kind of whack. That was kind of whack move. But what made it like bad to me was that two days later he promoted his album, so he used that as like a he used publicity that as, stunt or something like that. Yeah, he used that as a publicity stunt, and um, damn, that's crazy. People really don't give a fuck on social media. Like, I guess since it's not really human, it's not real interaction. People just feel like they could do anything and get away with it, and people really do though, and it's crazy. I think it's cool though. I think it's cool that you're able to just put your opinion out there and you don't have to think twice about it. But at the same time, like people are people their true selves on social media or not? Like I, that confuses me sometimes. Like, I want to know your guys' thoughts on that. 
Um, I think it's really interesting what you just said. Like, uh, I think it's very true. I guess you can see it from both sides, really. Like, people are being, like, I guess their true unfiltered selves um, when they're behind a, a screen or behind a keyboard. And people get, like, Twitter fingers, uh, as many of us know it as. And, um, but at the same time, I guess, in the same light, like, some people, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like it's, it's hard to just say that, you know, some people are, well, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm sorry. All right. Well, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, what was the question again? Oh, are people their real, their real selves on social media or are they not? Do they put a front up more, more than not? I think they're who they want to be, but I don't know if you could necessarily call it their true selves. Um, and yeah, for some people, that is their true selves. But for other people, they put on a whole other persona. Um, I don't know. And I guess that's, a, that's another discussion as to why they feel some sort of comfort, like, I guess, wearing some other persona online. But yeah, in a way, it, I, I wouldn't say that necessarily people are being their true selves. They're just being whoever they want to be perceived as. And that may be their true selves. And maybe they're not showing their true selves, I guess, in person. But um, yeah, I guess. It's weird because we're seeing like the deepest, darkest corners of some people's uh, thoughts and some of their minds. And um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's just kind of weird because we literally just forget about the fact that even though no one's in front of us, literally the whole world will have access to our thoughts. It's kind of a scary thing. People are seeing me tweet like this. And I don't even know. It. Look, I'm saying I'm talking about moisturizing my skin after showering. Like, who cares? Literally. Who actually, who actually gives a fuck? I think it had like three, three likes. So you got. Oh, wow. So. My three fans, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You're pretty much an influencer at this point. <laughs> I think that's how it starts off, I, I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I check my notes. So. <laughs> Another topic, actually, funny that you mentioned that. What do you, how do you guys feel about influencers? I want to hear this. Like, like what's your real opinion on them? Yeah, like, how do you, you know, influencers, what do they really do? Um... I guess really an influencer, it seems like, and it's funny because uh, my sister, she's actually, um, she has like a, cl a clothing brand of hers and it's like, everything's under her and like she promotes it like with her own personality and blah, blah, blah. And I realized that it's like pretty much you being able to capitalize off of your own identity. Um, I guess when you try to look at it like philosophically or whatever the fuck, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I like you're letting, again, you're completely okay with like being super vulnerable on a world wide web and um, letting people be a little intrusive, but you're at the same time, I guess, becoming your own brand, I guess. You're, yeah. So I think it's a pretty cool concept. Um, and I think it's also cool how people react to the idea of influencers, like the fact that people are genuinely interested in like someone's life. Like, I guess, I don't know, it's just, mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a cool social experiment when you really think about it, that someone's life could be that like I guess important to other people, and they're not really doing anything; they're just living, exactly. like we all can be doing. Yeah, I well, when I when I look at social media, and and I think to answer your question, there's like um, like a sense of uh, anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. I can't say that word. <laughs> I'm struggling. There's there's a sense of uh, like um, anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. 
anonymity is <laughs> <laughs> a tongue twister uh to answer your question i think there's a sense of anonymity and um you, you know it's your your social profile or whatever on social media really becomes who like what you put out um like for me personally all, all my stuff's on private i don't really tweet anything um any of my ideas or anything i just use it to look at memes and um you know look at what victor's tweeting and then um and the whole idea of influencers like i think i think um there's a difference between promoting your product your own product and using it as a way of um uh, commercializing and advertising something that you're promoting and then then there's uh influencers that we know that um you know they just post the highlights and you just see them in like new clothes every time and um this kind of a uh, this kind of illusion that that really no one can really actually maintain um like you, you know what i mean no i agree with both of your points i i just wanted to say first of all i i'm i'm like secondhand touched by the fact that victor he only goes on the internet to see memes and to see your tweets like <laughs> Can we just talk about that level of love? I love it. I love it here. Oh, wow. No, it's all love here. It's all love, dude. It's always love. But I agree with both of you guys, though. I feel like to be an influencer, people, they make a lot of money they, if you become really big. Um, when I think of influencer, the first person, I always think it was Dan Blazarian. Like, what okay. the fuck is he really doing? Like, what's, what's he really doing except, like, flaunting his money, the money he's made off, like, poker around? and showing off like women like he's not really doing much else except like showing an extravagant lifestyle exactly and but to be an influencer at the same time you kind of have to be a strong person because you will get about a, a lot of backlash and you are letting people get into your life so you become very vulnerable so i think as like it's it's people might say like oh they make money making not like doing nothing which in a sense like kind of do agree like they're not doing much but the fact that they're like letting people into their lives at that level, like at the deepest level where like people know everything about you, that's tough. That's not an easy sell. That's not an easy thing to do. Like that takes a lot of like mental, that's mental fortitude. You know, yeah. A lot of mental fortitude out of you. Like you, you need a lot of mental fortitude. So it's not an easy thing. I, I feel like I've uh, never heard that side of the argument. So it's, it's pretty cool to, um, you know, from There's always a, two sides, guys. Don't, don't pick a side. Once you pick a side, you lose the battle. That's my wow. life lesson wow. today. Wow, deep I like that. No, honestly, though, think about it. Like, we'll tweet that right now. Road, oh, I've, I've, been <laughs> to, I've been waiting to do it for so long. Thank you for the green light. But, um, but yeah, man. But, you know, let's move on. Uh, future somehow got us into this deep thinking. I don't know how he does it, but he does. <laughs> it's not all just misogynistic tweets and him belittling everyone around him in his life just for a few bucks. But he gets you know us to get think um start thinking a little bit i think but, with the future situation it's interesting how like um i guess you know future can say whatever he wants like that sounds misogynistic or whatnot but like it's interesting how we kind of like normalize that as part of his personality or something like yeah. that but then like um for That's example we have like this doja cat situation like even though her even though you know those situations i i'm almost embarrassed to even compare them because they, they are kind of incomparable but like i don't know just like she's getting a lot of backlash right now even though like they both did something wrong even though doja, doja she's uh, yeah again her story is a little complicated but like yeah interesting how like despite how defensive and you know and like everything else that social media is right now and very like you know easily triggered that future can still get away with this 
in both like social media and in his music. Very interesting. Why do that's you think that? I guess as in, if you were to view him as an influencer, I guess you could say that's like his, the, the personality, like his brand, I guess, like being misogynistic, I guess he's found a way to make it lucrative. Why and, do you uh, think that Future gets that privilege? Why does he? I mean, um, I think part of it is that like, it seems like that's, that's like the energy kind of came in with, well, not well, I honestly, I don't remember really too much, like in the very beginning of his career, like when he started with the like, turn off the lights. Yeah, he was just talking but, about drugs. Wait, what happened? He was just talking really about drugs. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just remember like when the whole Sierra thing happened, it seemed like, and again, I'm not sure if I'm remembering the whole situation correctly, but it just seems like from then on, I, it, it became like part of his identity and he became like the epitome of like, misogyny and shit like that but um it's it's just interesting how he's literally been able to make misogyny like misogyny um marketable i guess for him hats off not gonna lie and, and i love women but what like in this day and age for him to get away with that that's i don't know how he's doing it he's he's doing something but on the topic of doja cat actually like i've been seeing this a lot what do you what do you think about cancel culture i feel like a lot of people have been a lot of people have been canceled quote unquote but like no one really i don't think it really matters you could really say whatever you want and you could get away with it wait real quick what what is the doja cat situation so with the doja cat situation from my understanding of it it seems as if like there's some old tweets of hers that resurfaced or she was saying like um well first of all i forgot the name of this like uh this like chat web chat like service or whatnot um she was on it and she was talking about how like well, apparently it's like some self-loathing like type thing and everybody pretty much talks about like, you know, shit they don't like about themselves and how much they hate themselves, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And apparently she was talking about how like um, she basically, she, she didn't get anything good out of being black except her ass and like um, basically, I don't know, just pretty much a whole bunch of like weird racist shit and uh, some homophobic shit. And um, I don't know, it's weird. It, it sucks for her because like, her entire, I guess, career is based off of something that's kind of a huge part of the Black culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that she has, I guess, well, the only thing that she seems to have um, adjacent to Black culture is just uh, half, like, she's half Black, her dad is Black. But even he was absent, and she was raised by a white mother. So, and she, I don't know, it's just a whole fishy situation. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Okay. I feel like she's getting, that hate is justified. What was that? Oh, was it is a hate justified? Yeah. Um I so I think she definitely does deserve backlash, but like I think we're just gonna keep on going through this over and over again and it sucks because like she's about I wanna say she I, I believe she's like about our age, maybe like about twenty-three, twenty-four-ish. Um and like so that means that during you know her developmental stages of life, she was also on social media. Um, you know, tweeting as if no one else would ever see it ever again. And um, I don't know. It, it just sucks that, like, all that is being used against her because it, it is true that people are capable of growing, especially, like, during your teen years. Like, we're all, like, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, she said some pretty fucked up shit. But at the end of the day, this just points to an issue that, like, I guess we have to make the decision whether or not we want to separate the artist's from their art itself because like yeah she's making like good music and like she's doing her thing but like i don't know and it also goes into the fact that since she's like 
bad talking so many aspects of black culture and she's literally exploiting it through her music or whatever mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's yeah. It's just a sticky situation. She definitely does deserve backlash. Though she said a whole bunch of fucked up shit, and I, I'm just curious as she as to how she's gonna bounce get back herself out of this one. Like she must be typing up a fire ass apology thing <laughs> right now. Knowing her, she's gonna tweet something stupid, do a TikTok dance, and everything will be back to normal again. Because that's just what happens every single time. Yeah. I feel like that's that just with sense. most artists. Like, I remember when um, people were saying Kanye's canceled because of all the stuff he was saying and all these things. Like, I don't, I don't think Kanye ever really lost any fans. People are still listening to him. Even though, in my opinion, his <laughs> like last two albums haven't been great at all. But, like, people still, like, love Kanye. People still listen to him. And I don't think cancel culture is a real thing once you're, like, huge. And I think Doja Cat's at a point where, like, she's just a, such a huge influence on social media that people defend her with, like, no with no real cause. I think it gets to that point where people just blindly defend people. I think that's when it starts getting a little dangerous. These quote unquote stands, like you can't, like I said, you really can't pick a side on a battle. I, I feel like that's dumb. You have to observe both sides and kind of just, you know, um, kind of just see where you make your opinion on. But I think like really picking a hard stance on anything is dumb. And I think these stands actually, it's kind of a, it's a dangerous mindset to have to just blindly like follow someone and kind of, um, just agree with every single thought they have and kind of just um like defend them for every little thing they say like people are human we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna say things that we don't really mean or things that we might mean but like you said we can't grow from it that was her from a few years ago hopefully she grew from it but um just um i think yeah stands are toxic in general i think um I just think it's very, it's really unhealthy to pick someone's side in a conversation and just kind of ride with it all the way and to like to death, pretty much. Like, I don't, obviously, I think you should have an opinion. You could pick a side, but you have to also be very like, I don't say neutral, but you also have to like call people out for their bullshit. Mm. Like, I feel like if you don't call people out for their bullshit, just in life in general, like if you don't call people out for the bullshit, there's, they don't grow. They just stay the same and nothing will really get solved. Like the issue at hand will just, keep on being an issue i see a lot of social media um becoming like an echo chamber like if you have like a moderate opinion about something and you go on you'll see someone you know and it'll just lead you down a deeper rabbit hole and it'll become amplified and everything has become amplified and polarized on social media everything um you have to take a stance on or it seems like you have to take a stance on like you said but really you should take your own stance get informed um you know, if you see something on Twitter, check it on Google Scholars. And, you know. Also, yes, I agree. <laughs> Don't ever, ever believe something in social media just because it has a bunch of um, retweets or likes or whatever, whatever it is. Most of the things on social media are bullshit. I just want you guys to know that. I have been caught in that sauce where I believe something that someone, a video they made or something they said. More than half of the things on social media are complete bullshit. There's so much information out there. If you want to get informed, do your own studies, do your own research. Please do not believe a tweet just because someone said something and they have a bunch of followers. Yeah, bro. We reported Kim Jong-un dead like four weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Straight up. We reported a whole man dead four weeks ago and that man is still alive, like in well. Like what's, that's He's what speaking. I'm saying, man. Do not believe. Yes. And I'm sure there's been a bunch of incidents. There's actually been a bunch of incidents in social media where people have like, lied and something hasn't happened you guys remember when like people said little wayne was dead and like the whole world stopped for, like half a second that man's still like alive and well like shit just shit just gets crazy on social media do not believe everything that is said please social media is a place for fun 
Don't take it too seriously. Tweet what you feel. Don't be a hater. Tell him, Vic. Yes, please don't be a hater. <laughs> but um, another thing, another topic I want to talk. Oh, on a lighter note, I want to know what you guys. All right, so I feel like with this quarantine, people have become a lot more creative, and I just wanted to know what you guys like. What your favorite memes are? I'm very interested in this. I think I have mine ready to go, but I want to know your guys' thoughts on that first. Uh, Arn, you go first because I have to think about this real quick. Beans. I like how those baked beans have been showing up everywhere. You know, like the, the forbidden boba. And, you know, it's like the guy drinking. The cup oh, of- that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. But it's funny. Like, I'm a foodie like that. Like <laughs> That was gross. That one actually gets to me. I, I also like the SpongeBob memes. Like, there's, there's oh. a SpongeBob meme for, like, every occasion. It's crazy to me. And, and it's really just like, uh, there's a, like a nostalgia factor to it too. You love seeing, you know, your favorite sea creatures up on, up on Twitter again. Oh, and, and with Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender coming back, I love the resurgence of like Avatar memes. Yo, those are actually hilarious. I've been watching, actually, I've been, I watched like the first two episodes. I'm actually stuck on Westworld right now, which I want to talk about late, a little later on. Actually, you put me onto Westworld. This show is insane. This show is a kind of a mind fuck with every little turn that happens. Like, I don't know what the hell's going to go on. But, um, yeah, the Avatar memes have been great. Avatar, by the way, stream Avatar The Last Airbender, please. That mm. show is just great. It's good vibes. It's just, it's, it's a great show. You'll love it more now if you watched it already. Yes. This is like my third, fourth time watching it. Holy shit. I'm, okay. I'm just getting into anime, and I, I, I yeah, I need some suggestions, guys, actually. Yo, guys One Punch Man. Please watch One, One Punch, Punch Man. Man. One Punch Man one is, punch man. that's the first anime you should ever watch. I recommend it to everyone. I watched one, I've only watched one season. Honestly, guys, I'm not a binge watcher. I watched like one season and then I just stopped. But watch One Punch Man, you're going to love it. Like, you're just going to see how many, it's just funny to, just, I won't ruin it for you. Just watch it. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything more than that. It's great. Yes. I, I back Vic on this. One Punch Man. Got it. Mm. Yeah, going back to memes, I think my favorite memes in general are all the memes that come from The Breakfast Show. I think every single meme that comes from them is just <laughs> fucking good. hilarious. That's actually a good one. Yes, all their memes are just, it's its beautiful. Like, the amount of emotion in them and the amount, like, just from a picture, like, someone's brow raised a little higher than the other and knowing the, who the person is speaking, it makes it so fucking funny. I think they have the best memes. All the breakfast, shows memes are, breakfast show memes are the best, in my eyes. Damn. I think for me, it's like... Like Arn said, SpongeBob memes really do it for me. Like yeah, they, they're just so applicable. Like you, like you really can't go wrong with the, yeah. the SpongeBob meme. But I also really like it's kind of random, but like Whitney Houston memes, I think are just so funny to me. Like rest in peace to my girl. She did her thing while she was out here, and she put a lot of funny content out there, just being herself. And I and I really like that. They're like little um, videos, I'm guessing, like little snippets. Yeah, the little videos and memes and gifs and like. Yeah. By the way, how do you guys say it? Uh, is it GIF or GIF? I hear people say GIF. I hear people say GIF. I think it's I think it's GIF. I say GIF sometimes. Honestly, it slips out. I really don't care how I say it. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think GIF just comes out more natural to me. But I do think the correct way to say it is GIF. But that just sounds ugly to me. I don't know. I don't like the word GIF. Yeah. I say yeah. GIF. I think I say GIF. I say GIF. I mean, I try yeah. not to say it, but I say GIF. Yeah, the English language just doesn't make sense. So I just, I'll just say whatever I want at this point. Awesome. <laughs> we'll get you. <laughs> but yeah, man, Whitney Houston, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, you have to put me onto those memes. I, I, have, I 
probably seen them, but I just haven't noticed it's her. Well, I'm sure you know the one when she's like dancing with like Bobby Brown and they're yes, like, in I've the seen that store one. Pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Rest in oh, peace, Whitney funny. Houston. What a life. But oh, and my next topic, I want to talk about something we could kind of dive into a little bit, um, guys. I've been actually a lot of my friends now with quarantine have asked me like how how should I DM this person? How should I get into something? And honestly, I've maybe DM someone twice in my life, and I'm pretty sure both attempts failed. So same person? No, 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 no. Different people. Um, the attempts failed. Never again. I'm traumatized. I've never been rejected so badly before. But um, I think you guys have had better luck than me and i just want you guys to give some suggestions like so you know what how do you dm someone what do you what approach do you take on that i'm gonna let alex and take this one uh wow well i'm assuming you're talking about instagram i don't know why instagram's popping in my head uh, i think instagram yeah instagram is where most people i think um go through that yeah i feel like with instagram if it's if it's stories first of all I think it would just be really easy for you to uh, like reply to a story, give them a quick reaction, hard eyes, a heart, fucking laughing, crying that? emoji. If I don't know what someone, if I don't know someone, what the fuck am I going to do with hard eyes? Like, thanks. I mean, they're, they're, lucky for us, there's a large assortment of reactions that you can have. Or you could, you could just ask like a little question, just spark conversation. But I think with stories, it's the most subtle way. Like, it's not too intrusive. It doesn't seem creepy. Like, hello, the stories are there for us to see during that time it's a safe move um rather than you like sliding the dms for with absolutely no context to anything just you know uh, i don't know I, I think stories is a great place to start and if you could keep the conversation going and of course if you could do your your low-key private investigating and pretty much learn this person's personality so you, they can be tricked That's into liking cool. you if you can get away with that do that shit like <laughs> um yeah that's my recommendations i will always say stories 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 and also well, actually, let me not see that part. <laughs> no, hold up, hold up. You can't just... Uh, no, yeah, no, guys. that was... Look, you were going to give us something juicy. You said, <laughs> nah. you're going to give us something juicy. Please, please. We, the people need to hear it. Um, That's all I'm legally allowed to say at this point. Hold guys, up, hold honestly. up. We'll, cu- we'll cut it off. If, if it's that bad, we'll cut it off. Nah, if I give out this advice, y'all going to have to start charging for this uh, podcast here. Yo. Holy oh, shit, yo, yo. And OnlyFans, but for my podcast. This is crazy. Exactly. We're turning this podcast wow. into an OnlyFans. OnlyFans Honestly? podcast. <laughs> Why not? The people don't want to hear us that badly. All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> that's funny, though. Do you think um, relationships that, like, are, you know, come arise from, you know, social media work? Like, do you think the um, DMs really, truly work at the end of the day? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just another, like, form of communication. Okay. Um, if you could do it in person, then you could probably do it through DMs. And um, I guess, I don't know. I think being able to do it in DMs, it, it helps to you, like, I guess, think of how to spark conversations. And I guess it, it kind of also having, I guess, a social media platform that you're hitting that person up through. You can, like, I guess, get a feel for their personality and shit like that. I, I think there's a lot of benefits, a lot of ways that you can make it work through the internet. but I think that, um, you know, social media can also be, uh, and I'm sure we're all aware of this, how social media can be detrimental to anyone's uh, yes. re- relationship. And it's just so much, it, it just sucks. Um, I feel like when it comes to relationships and social media, um, honestly, low key is the best key. And I hate to, I don't know, 
I just feel like, oh, some people, I, sometimes it feels like certain relationships might be overly publicized. I don't know. I, I, but I don't want to say it in a way that's going to make me sound like, you know, I'm hating or whatever, but like, um, I don't know. It seems like some people wear their relationships like accessories, yeah. I guess, for social media. And I, I, and that could be like a, I don't know. I just feel like you, it just obviously starts to lose value. And um, I just feel like if there's no social pressure ever, like including through social media, then it would, it would definitely, that, I think that could definitely help relationships. And the truth is that like, no matter what, there's always going to be a, a side of your partner that you, like that you know you normally wouldn't have access to, like whether it's their thoughts or their conversations. But because of social media, the technology, blah blah blah, you you can accidentally stumble across something that makes you raise an eyebrow and shit like that. And uh, I don't know where to go off with that thought because half of me is like, okay, you have to accept it because like chances are people have always been getting cheated on, like and blah blah blah, <laughs> and like whatever. And I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm going to piggyback know. off you in the terms that I feel like when people kind of over, uh, oh, how do I word this? When people start putting the relationship on social media and it becomes something that you can't get away with, I think they're adding extra pressure onto the relationship. And I think it's very unnecessary pressure because everyone is kind of at that point, everyone expects you to be perfect when in reality, no relationship is perfect. And um, it's just not, I don't think it's healthy to kind of just put everything in, in general, everything you put in your life out there. That's why I think what influencers do is kind of hard because I'm going back to that. Just putting all of your business out there is not easy. And it mm. creates, a, I feel like a, a lot of pressure on you just to live your life, just to go about your day to day. Yeah. It, it, yeah has just, work, it has to work between you two before you, it can work between you two and everyone else. Or if, if exactly. you approach and I think it never has to be like you two and everyone else. Like, I think you could just, I mean, I don't think social media is a necess- is necessary. Like, not that obviously you shouldn't post like, no, obviously keep your cut, like keep your, um, keep your partner, like, you know, make sure people know who your partner is and stuff. Like people need attention at the end of the day we're human beings. We all feed off attention. That's something that we all need, but well, like, I'm just over like dramatize your relationship. Like, I don't know. I guess from there, it just makes me wonder, like, say, for example, you're in a, in a relationship and then, like, your partner were to be like, oh, yeah, like, uh, put this picture up of us. And, and you're like, uh, not really. Like, I, I don't care to do things like that. Why would that be, a, like, I guess a problem? And it, it, it just sucks that, like, we've just given so much significance to, like, I don't know. Well, first of all, when you just really even think about it, like our, everything having to do with social media, none of it's like physical, none of it's tangible. Tangible. It's just a whole bunch of zeros and ones. And somehow it's just become like so ingrained. Like, I guess some of my favorite pictures, I was thinking about this like probably a week or two ago. Some of my favorite pictures of myself, like of myself, I, I don't even have like, you know, a physical copy of it. It's like a whole bunch of digital shit. And I'm like, wow, these are things that like I have such like strong attachments to and I like really like, but I don't even have it like, I don't know. It's not even tangible. Um, yeah, exactly. And I just feel like, I don't know. I, and at the end of the day, it, it just sucks that like whether or not, you know, you know, if you're an influencer or if you're just someone in a relationship, you're just not allowed to have a bad day. And that's just like one of those things that you have to, I guess, kind of accept whenever you're trying to, whenever you're willing to like let social media into a very like personal part of your life. 
whether it's like you as an influencer, like with your everyday life or like your relationship or whatever it is, like you just can't have a bad day because fortunately we are all wired. Well, a lot of the people on the internet are wired to remember the bad moments and you could have a million good moments, but once you fuck up, they will never let you live that down. And, um, or once you have a bad day or whatever, it caught slipping and they'll use that to judge your character and it's just going to stain you for the rest of your life. So I don't know. It's just a huge risk. And I just feel like the, your safest bet so you can have like, I don't know, even though times are changing, I feel like the safest bet is always like the low key route. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess I kind of wanted to add to it a bit. Go ahead. Also, I feel like another reason to keep your uh, relationship and a lot of, I guess, personal things, especially good things sometimes um, in your life, I guess, personal and off the web is because I don't know if you guys, how you guys feel about the whole, like, um, I guess how you guys feel in the spiritual department and energies and all that shit. But like, I genuinely feel like that evil eye shit is real. Like, um, and I feel like the internet has really made me question human nature in that, like, are people naturally jealous and bitter? Like people will literally be doing like, just doing themselves doing well, whatever. And just like, like, I guess showcasing like small victories in their life. And then people would just find a reason to hate and like, you know, people are fucking bitter. And I feel like, I don't know, I, I, just that transfer of negative energy. I, I, I would I would try to avoid that whether, I don't know. I, I believe in that too. I believe in karma. Um, today, actually, um, I was talking with my coworkers and he's very, he's very religious and he had his viewpoints on things and he had, we had mine. It was a good conversation. And we were just talking about, he also believes like in that energy and karma and like that, what you put out there will always come back to you. I feel like I don't think you could get away from it at all. Like that negative, that little bit of negative stuff that you put out there will find a way to always, always come back to you in some way or some form. So that's why recently, actually, I've been um, <laughs> personally, I'm just trying to be a better human being to everyone. I try not to burn bridges with people because I mean, at the end of the day, like relationships with people, any type of relationship, like there's just no point to to destroy something good going on for you just over like a momentary feeling. Cause I feel like a lot of times we let those momentary feelings become something bigger than what they are. And it just kind of ruins things with people. And I feel like social media is really big on that. People get bitter on social media over something small, something that doesn't even affect them at all. And they, they just, it gets to their head and it just kind of, it makes you, like you said, it makes you bitter. It just makes you angry. I don't know how you could enjoy life. Just, you know, like being mad at people's success or being happy at their failures. I don't, I don't wish that upon anyone. I had a question for you guys, actually. What do you guys think about if you were in a relationship with someone and they were to tell you, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't feel comfortable with you, like, following my Twitter or whatever. Like, and they're like, oh, there's nothing like, you know, no weird OnlyFans type shit on there. But it's just like, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. It's very, like, intrusive or whatever. Or the, it's, what do, what do you guys think about that? Well, you want to go first, <laughs> I guess, do you guys I, think been, that, like, it should be given any value or anything like that? Like, uh, well, I, I think uh, I, I've been in a situation like this. Like, I was dating this girl, and uh, she was like, had like a large like internet personality, and she was like tweeting, and she was tweeting about us. Like, I, I was just starting to date her. She's always talking about her Twitter, so I I looked up her Twitter, and she's like posting stuff about us. And I mean, we weren't like anything uh, beginning, so. Um, but, but later, like when we did develop this kind of trust, um, I did follow her and she still did tweet some stuff. Um, and I think ultimately like a relationship is built on trust and 
Um, if, if you feel like there's a reason she doesn't want you to follow, um, then that might be, you know, uh, a sign of some sort. Um, maybe she just need, does need her own personal outlet, which I am totally all right with. I'm supportive of, like, I think everyone needs to talk to someone. Like I always have my friends to talk to on Xbox that she doesn't have access to, or like my friends anywhere, um, that she doesn't really have access to. That's like a facet of my life that, um, is just for me. It, it comes down to trust. Like if you, if you feel a little sus about it, then that that's your answer, I guess. Um, but I personally, I'm all right with it. Like, like, you know, if I like you and there's that trust, like, we're good, I guess. Yeah, I believe the same thing. I think that um, if you have no trust, I mean, with in general, and any type of relationship is just not going anywhere. It's just not going to end well. So, I mean, if some of my, if I'm in a relationship and she says, look, just don't follow me on this, like this and that. Like I kind of say some stuff here that, you know, it's just meant for this or just meant for myself. And I don't, I just don't need to see it. You know what? Like I have to respect it. I really can't, I don't think I should force myself upon be like, Oh, what are you doing? This or that. Like, because um, <clears throat> people do need outlets to just talk about what they have to talk about. Like everyone copes with things in different ways and you kind of just have to respect that. So if someone told me, but do, you, do you think, do you think people should be using social media as an outlet, like to vent like that? It's a dangerous place. Yes. I think it's very tricky. Um, people might use that against you. Um, that's the sad reality. But I mean, sometimes like that's the only place like you could really go to. Also, another note, everyone needs a therapist. I don't give a fuck if you're doing great. I don't give a fuck if you think you're like mentally stable. I think everyone can use a therapist. Alex, you're my therapist. I've, um, I think I've, uh, that's I've established that in my life. Thank you so much. I love you for that. But everyone needs someone to talk to and just get their thoughts out about everything. I think it's very healthy to just talk about what's on your mind and not just keep that shit inside because that makes you crazy. Shit, mm -hmm. that shit could get you crazy. Like just, you know, sometimes you just have to let things out. But um, yeah, we're, uh, the way I was going with that, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you have to respect each other. Also, you know, respect and trust in, in a relationship, I think is the biggest thing. Like everything else, you know, obviously you have to like the person, you have to, you know, find some, you have to find some degree of attraction in them for it to work. But if there's no trust, if there's no respect, like, it just doesn't matter. I feel that. Interesting. I thought one of you guys would be like, um, I guess regarding the whole like outlet thing, it'd be like, oh, well, you have me as your outlet. But no. you guys no. can recognize that like, you know, yeah, it's, it's okay. No, of course. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, there's multiple people in everyone's lives. Like, it's just, I'm not the center of your universe. I'm not, no one's the center of my universe. So, you know, if we're going to be in a relationship is because we trust each other. There's love for each other. There's respect for each other. You know, everything else like just comes with it. And, yeah. And ultimately you want to be there. You want to be in the relationship. That's exactly. a, another big factor. Exactly. How do you guys actually feel about relationships going on now? Like, I feel like a lot of things, Um, a lot, I mean, in our age group, I guess we're 23, 24, 22 um things are just going by really quickly like people are just getting into things like in a matter of seconds and i feel like people sometimes confuse a relationship and what something you know relationships aren't always what they seem to be i feel like and communication is key i think communication is where we really miss on i think communication is where people really like just fuck it up when it comes to people and just you know like interacting with them how do you guys feel about just relationships now? Like, are they going too fast? Are they going too slow? Are they, do they work? Um, well, I guess 
Well, we should start off by saying, like, every relationship goes its own route. Oh, of course. Universal set of rules in the world of intimacy and love and all that shit. But, um, dog, it would, I feel like anyone in our age, if you were to ask me any advice, I would probably, like, it's going to go through one year out the other because I'm just going to tell you, be single. Focus on <laughs> No. No. Like, yes. Holy shit, guys. Like, That's the best just, route. Like, just vibe. Yeah. Honestly, like there, I feel like there are so many things that are changing and so many things that are temporary at this uh, point of our lives. But like, I don't know. And everyone is just, it's okay to be selfish. I, I think one thing that we have to understand is that it's okay to be selfish, but just don't make any promises you can't keep to anyone. Mm-hmm. The day, if you're just being real, like at the end of the day, all we could do is really respect it. Like you're not related for a relationship. Great. You, you still want to like do whatever the fuck. Great. But, like, you know, making that promise and knowing you can't keep it is just, like, why? And, like, you – and then after that, people are, like, you're you're traumatizing people. Like, people are going through some real fucking heartbreak. Like, and you're you're part of their fucking origin story. Like, what, I don't know. It's yeah. – <laughs> it just I, – I think that the safe route will always be focused on yourself and, like – So, I was – like, Alex, and I think the first thing I was going to say is, like, a relationship is, like, what you define between you and your partner um it's it's not like one thing it's not like you you can like buy like a you know go to the store and buy like a stock relationship everything's different um and i think for for me i'm just vibing i think uh building off what alex and said you know love will find you and love will find a way and um really if you if you're focusing on yourself you'll find someone that compliments that where you can like build each other up together. And, and that's when, you know, I know like a lot of people going through something hard, going through something temporary and they just make the world of it. They put it, you know, make it very central um, to, to who they are. And, and it's not like you're, you, you have to be someone without them before you're someone with them, you know? So just both, vibe. Both of you guys hit on, points that I completely agree with. Honestly, I have so much to say about this, but I'm gonna try to be as concise as possible. Um, at the end of the day, man, I think where we're at in life, um, there's a lot of change going on just within us. I feel like from what I see a lot of people, I meet people, I get to know them. And the one thing that I can say, I'm not, I guess apart from relationships, but I think it's crucial if you want a relationship to work, a lot of people don't love themselves. And I think that's big, big factor in a relationship. Like, you can't find someone that's going to complete you. I think that's bullshit. You have to find someone, like Arn said, you have to find someone that compliments you. You can't find someone and depend on their happiness to make you happy. Like, you can't depend on their actions to make you happy. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We all fuck up. Like, that's just something that's just part of us. We're all going to do things wrong. We're all just, we're, we're not perfect. So you have to find someone that compliments you. And at this point, like, I think we're all finding each other. Like I said, a lot of people, like, a lot of people, I, not that I know, but a lot of people, from what I see, they just don't truly love themselves enough and i don't think that's healthy like for some people just to get in a relationship like that like a lot of people just depend on the other to make them happy which to me is not right you know and it's not right for themselves and um you know and also people just um another thing is people communication is just really shitty people aren't honest to each other and i think that's where relationships fail right now people just aren't i think i don't i think that's just gonna be a lifelong thing i don't think that's just our age group i just feel like people are shitty liars like white lies, no white lies will happen at any time, all the time, and 
people just aren't good at telling the truth and communicating. And I think that's where it fuck, like you could fuck, I feel like you could probably fuck up in a relationship, but if you communicate well, like everything is solvable if you really talk about it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, obviously, yeah. well, most, yeah. for, mo- for the most <laughs> part, for the most part, things, if you really talk about it and if you're within, not lying, within bounds, yeah. Yeah, of course. Within, obviously, like if you cheat on someone, I mean, that's hard to recover from, or like if you do something crazy, but you know, like normal little things that happen every day, like little everyday issues, like, don't let that get pent up. Communicate with your partner. Talk to them about it. Like, don't let it like get to the point where you just, you know, just burst out on them. And honestly, yeah, like we're all growing. So none of us are perfect. I feel like we've all fucked up in one way or another. So just grow and um, honestly, grow by yourself right now, guys. Be happy. Have fun. Like Alex said, be selfish. Please, no, literally, please be I, selfish. I, I, I see like a lot of our friends well not necessarily our friends well i guess i should say our peers like people who are around our age mm-hmm. um honestly cut that shit out <laughs> <laughs> leave it in please leave it in leave it in please <laughs> leave that shit in go ahead no mess all right go ahead okay so and yeah i i feel that because i feel like a lot of our peers um we're leaving it in like i just sometimes I wonder if it's just like social pressure that, that, that like makes people feel like they have to be in a relationship because like dog life is life is fun. Well, I think life is fun as a single and yeah, sometimes the grass looks greener on the other side, but like, I, first of all, I don't think we necessarily have to tie ourselves down into like a romantic like situation. Like I think it's okay for you to like have fun a little bit. Like, you know, I, I don't know, just cause you meet someone that you vibe with, like there's like, you know, you guys, are in the same like vibrations like sexually i guess physically emotionally blah 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 i don't think that necessarily means that like you're you have to be like prepping marriage in your head like with that person like just enjoy the ride and like if things die down or whatever i i guess like i don't know you have beautiful memories with someone that was like i i happen to be uh, a lot of people's uh i guess relationship therapist sometimes (laughs) and it just makes me like wonder i guess what exactly is keeping certain people in relationships? And I wonder, is it like sex? Like, is it because like, you know, the other side having sex, I'm like, hey, you're a nice, I, I genuinely want to understand fundamentally why people stay un- in unhappy relationships. It's a conundrum for me. Well, I think, I think presenting the question is the answer, you know, like what, what's keeping you in it and like what makes you happy? I think if, if you're asking yourself that, then, then you're good. Just remember, guys, we're in the intimacy versus isolation part of our lives. It's just going to get really confusing, really fucking weird. So there's going to be a lot of questions answered in these next upcoming years when it comes to things like that. But yeah, I just feel like most people are just, uh, I'd, like I said, this, it all comes back to social media. I think social media has a big influence on people just staying together, kind of forcing something that's already dead because of the social pressures and because they have already put their business out there, they just want to keep it alive because they're scared to see what backlash like people give them because it failed. So they're afraid to fail. That's also another thing, guys, don't be afraid to fail. Please do not be afraid to fail. Like we grow from failure. I don't think I'd be the person I am now if I didn't fuck up a thousand times. Cause I have fucked up a thousand times. So exactly. I wouldn't, I, what happened? I was going to say, yeah. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? I was gonna say exactly, but I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what do you call it? I was gonna say, yeah, that's another reason why I don't like to put shit like um, on the internet because I like to take my L's in in, in private. Like, <laughs> I don't know, shit. Like, nobody needs to know all that shit. Like, it's it's completely normal. And I don't know. 
it, it sucks because Twitter is like a diary. And sometimes I can honestly completely understand how, like, just talking about your bad day on Twitter to absolutely no one is therapeutic. Like, I, com- I get it. I, I'm all with you. Everyone who does that, like, yes. But, like, I don't know. Once the emotion dies down and then you look back at that shit. Oh, you're my like, God. Oh. You look so stupid, yo. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to, like, evaporate. Um, yeah, there's, there's been so many times where I'm like, yo, I'm about to tweet something, but I'm like, would I really care in an hour? Like, in an hour, I'm going to look at that. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking cringe. Like, why did I say that? Exactly. Plus, I'll find it. It's just like, yeah, like. I'll find it. Oof, no, you won't find it. Because I, trust me, my drafts, you'd be scared to see what my drafts are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my drafts are crazy, man. But um, <laughs> I'd be saying some shit on there that I don't even I don't even think I don't even know how I'm thinking about that stuff. But I just leave them in the drafts, you know, just so I remind myself not to say stupid shit. Just to warn us if we should be uh, alerting help or whatever. Yeah, the honestly, just if you guys want to find my origin story, go to my drafts. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man. Yeah, social media, man. Its impact is crazy. It's uh, it's it's it's. I'm I'm a fan of it. Obviously, I'm on it all the time. Like, why front about it? But I think we have to take it with a grain of salt. Everything about social media. Just um, have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Use it as a diary if you want. Please try to avoid like putting your business out there. Um, just do you, you know. Oh, actually, I had a I had a thing. Um, the other day I was in a group chat and they actually presented something. They were like should um should employers be able to look at your social media before they hire you what do you guys how do you guys feel about that should it use be used against you because i feel like or i mean it could help you too if you could relate to your employers but should they be able to like you know use your social media as um as um as a tool to hire it depends on the position i agree with that that's it, my view I mean, on it depends it, but, depends on the Depends on the position, depends on the circumstance, and I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'm a piano teacher. Um, I wouldn't mind if like the parents saw what I was doing. So, <laughs> I, I keep it clean. You know, I keep my social media clean. I keep my nose clean. I, I I just feel like if it has nothing to do with your job, then why? But I completely get it at the same time, and especially in those cases when it's like, you know, like some some racist shit that happens, and then like they go back to their whatever well i i well i don't even know how i feel about that sometimes i don't lie like when they i don't know that's a different topic but i guess like in those situations it could be seen as like some people could think wow thank god like social media can affect your job because like now i know that this racist is like poor and fucking jobless but um that's just bitter man you yeah i, I know it's it's bad weird. on anyone yeah i know it sucks it, and yeah, another thing about social media is just that people are literally like, I guess, building a, a well, are literally building like a social profile for you in their head and well, a personality profile at this point. And like, they're trying to piece together who you are as a person. And so it sucks that like someone can literally judge your entire character from like a 15 second clip video or whatever of you and shit like that. But I don't know, it, it just sucks because. You never know. I, I, yeah, it's 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 hard. It's really hard for me to answer that. As you can see, it's it's a very weird thing because it's just I don't know. It, it can it seems a little intrusive for your employer to be checking it, but there are many situations where I could see where that could be beneficial. But that's just like 
a lot of things, I guess, with the government and like reading whatever it is of ours, it's just, yeah. You can see the, the benefits of you losing that bit of privacy for the greater good. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we're, we're so focused on the negatives of social media, but I just want to highlight some things that I think are positive that I think that's really cool about social media. I think it's cool how it like fucking levels the playing field here. Like, I guess like, I don't know, let's say uh, Cardi B put something on Instagram. I could literally comment under her thing and she can see me and I could literally ruin her day with like a comment that she has like, and I can make her go on a rant. And it, it's literally like, I'm just a fucking, I'm an everyday person, but I can just reach out to, I can comment under Donald Trump's like tweets. It, it just really evens the playing field and it puts a lot of, it, it brings a lot of people, I guess, into the spotlight, a lot of like underrepresented and uh, people who are like naturally muzzled by society. Um, I can say like, I don't know, just, I, I think one of the biggest things for me, well, obviously, is just seeing it with like black culture. I think that's really cool. Like there's just a lot of black stories, black history, black culture, black music, black forms of expression that are now just getting the attention it deserves. And I think that's a really, really fucking beautiful thing. Um, and also, and it, it sucks, like, but like it's also being used to like highlight a lot of um, issues within the black community, like, you know, like police brutality and things like that. Like, and if it wasn't for social media, I wonder, you know, if people would still be arguing whether or not like the shit's a myth or if we live in a post-racial society or whatever, and like people would still be invalidating like the experiences of other people. And we wouldn't even hear half of these stories. Uh, for example, like what happened in Georgia um, with um, Ahmad, uh, I forgot his last name. It's also starts with A. I, I don't was know running in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess with that situation, I, it's really fucking disturbing how that happened. And nothing was done for like two, two months. Like they refused to prosecute anyone for like two months until social media started like raising hell about it. And it's like, wow, like this is literally even the playing field because like, I, I guess, you know, in a normal world, like what, like what else would we been, have been able to do if we weren't able to put this social pressure on like, I guess the, uh, the police department over there in that area in Georgia. So I don't know, there's a lot of benefits that come from it. And yeah, but again, a lot of things like, a lot of good things, I guess, that come into society it could be also used as a weapon. So it, it's just, oh, I can see. But yeah, uh, social media is fucking cool in a lot of ways. And, you know, finding groups where you belong, just, I think it's interesting how you can, I don't your best friend could actually be somebody like on the opposite side of the world. Like, I just think that's nuts. Um, oh, I like social media. Nah, I I completely agree with you. I was honestly just trying to get into the negative stuff because I wanted you guys to say messy shit, and we, <laughs> um, it just creates, you know. It's, you wanted to see a slip. I wanted to be part of that social media negativity that we're talking about, actually. But um, <laughs> on the bright side, no, but no, it does. Social media is great in that sense. It gives a voice to people that normally would be voiceless, and it gives them a voice, like of everyone a voice. Anyone could get on social media. Anyone could write a tweet, post a Facebook um post um post a picture on instagram and it gives it gives people power it gives people a voice and i think that's dope as fuck and what like you said it, it evens the playing field you're right like you could tweet under cardi b shit and hopefully it's something positive and you're not ruining her day like you say you were but um you could like legit <laughs> find it creates opportunity because communication in my like i think communication is 
the one thing that humans being beings have over any other mammal or animal in the world we have communication and i think we don't appreciate that we do have communication communication is the reason we have history the reason we have knowledge the reason we could do the fucking things we do we learn so quickly from like a young age and i think we like really don't use it enough like communication really creates opportunity and i think social media creates a lot of opportunity because of that it opens communication like to voice to people that normally would be voices just because of the way society is constructed and i think that's the dopest part about it obviously there are other negatives and like i said like you should you know Take social media at the end of the day with a grain of salt, but you really could use it to your advantage. And you really, like Alex and said, like you could meet some dope ass people you never thought you'd meet. Like your best friend could be a dude 15,000 miles away from you. Like it's crazy. Speaking of benefits on the, from like coming on the internet or whatnot, there's a lot of fucking money on the internet, man. Oh, like, it's floating out there, man. If you really want it, you'll get it. Yes, especially those YouTube fuckers. Like, oh, God, I'm jealous. Those that YouTube tech? Jesus that, Christ. Man. I really need to uh, fucking work on my brand because once I become a influencer, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you become an influencer, I lost my therapist. This is, this is crazy. Literally. Oh, <laughs> a better paying job. I'm dead ass about to bring you down. I'm going to comment negative shit on all your stuff so, so I can keep you grounded. I'm pretty sure you're going to be the person that digs up my tweets from middle school. <laughs> I'm be anonymous, bro. Yo, did you guys just say what you said five years ago? I'm not surprised, but... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Just kidding. Just have room for me in your basement, please. Uh, all right, but you're not going to be... Never mind. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's the perfect segue, actually, to go to Song of the Week, guys. <laughs> there we go. So, um, starting last week, we started giving our guests the power to pick a song for their Song of the Week instead of me and Arm picking one song. So, Alexon, what is your Song of the Week this week? Not going to lie, my Song of the Week, I've really been bumping this for a while. For some reason, I don't know why, recently. Wait a Minute by Willow Smith. Oh, my God. I love that song. I've listened to a lot. Okay. Yes. I don't know why. Right. I recently like resurfaced into like my my thing like yes especially on soundcloud there's a there's like a slowed version that shit i i love it i love it i love it i love it um yeah man that's my song of the week wait a fucking minute by willow fucking smith Aaron, go ahead with yours hey uh my song of the week is what's the use by mac miller my song of the week is can't stop your loving by poolside um, what do you call it? I thought it was Ecstasy. Oh, no, that's another song. Ecstasy by um, Feedback or Fibic. All right, we'll give him an extra this week. An extra? Oh, yes. And Ooh. another song you guys should listen to is Ecstasy by, how do you pronounce these people's name? Feedback? F-I-B-A-C-H. It doesn't matter. It's on our it's on uh, playlist. It's on our playlist. Go follow the playlist. Thank you, Alexon, so much for being on this week. It's been a real pleasure, and I, I definitely feel like enlightened just by, just by listening and talking. Thank you for having me again, guys. And I hope be fun. I hope you let me follow you on Instagram. Of course, bro. <laughs> this is what Joe Rogan feels like. Yo, right after the <laughs> podcast is over, I can breathe yeah. again. Hey, everyone. Thanks for making it this far with us. Big thank you to Alexon. Keep your eye out for our Instagram page coming soon, as well as our playlist that is already out that's full of bops. 
Enjoy your week. We'll see you next Wednesday at 12. Peace.